Today you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am Neil Rubenstein. And today I'll be sitting in traffic with the comedy duo of Soren and Jolis. Hi guys. How are you? I'm good. Who's uh say who's who? So we uh I'm Tracy Soren and I'm Jesse Jollis. Oh it's Jollis. Yeah, like you don't have a jaw, you're jawless. Ah <laughs> I uh I gotta change the intro. I said Joel's, like Billy Joel, but plural, like two Billy Joel's. <laughs> it happens all the time. I'll I'll fix that. What uh <laughs> So tell like tell people what uh tell people what you do. You're comedians, but uh you're more than that. We're so much more than that. We're two fun women who uh yeah, we make videos and have a podcast. Yeah, we're content creators. We get hired to make our own videos, to make other people's videos, we can run every part of a production. Uh, on a on a set, um, and we uh, we get hired as well to act in things. Yeah, and we're implementing. You, you guys get like a ton of press and publicity. Like, what are some things that you've done? To you mean for the press? Yeah, because like I saw like you were in Time and Time Out New York and fucking like just I, I don't know your your thing reads like really like. A lot of yeah. big things. Yeah, we were just on, like, the 10 up-and-coming, I think, New York City comedians. Yeah. I think, it's, well, what we do is we just, we put out a lot of video content, and we consistently put out video content. So we've been written up by a few yeah. cool publications, and so that's how we get, when our things hit, yeah. they blow up. Uh, press covers them, which is the best. Which is great. <laughs> we always want press. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then that helps us, you know, in the other aspects of our career. Yeah. But it's all, majority of it has been based on our video content. Yeah, we were hired to do like a Bravo series, but it's because they saw our videos online. Yeah. Are, are you, is that what you're doing currently, a Bravo, a series for Bravo? No, we did. We did. We were personalities in a Bravo series. We're uh, personalities in a Elite Daily series. Uh-huh. We get hired by Slama uh, to act in some of their sketches. So yeah, we we just we write a lot of um, video content and jokes and um, just viralish type of relatable, and then also really weird stuff too. But. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But character, like we we try to run the gamut so like no one you know no one can tell us we can't type of thing. What um, do you, you guys have like a, is there a goal, or are you just seeing where it takes you? Because I know like for me I have goals you know but they yeah. don't always manifest in reality. Uh. <laughs> well that happens. Yeah. yeah, I think <laughs> that we um we want to be. I think we're working towards, like, a TV show or, honestly, just being on a platform where we can kind of have our voice and say what we think is funny and, um, 
Yeah, I think we're open to the journey, essentially. So a lot of yeah. things have presented itself, and then that's what we sort of follow. Yeah. Um, but we're sort of trying to get to a place where we have consistent um, space that we can showcase our voice on. Yeah. Um, and, and live off of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the key. That's the key. What uh, a little thing. How, how how long have you guys been working together? Three and a half, four years or something. Yeah. Were you guys were improvisers before that? Like that's yeah, we're improvisers. Yeah, we met at UC. Yeah, we met at the yeah, the Upright Citizens Brigade in an improv three hundred one class, and we were just like, let's do something. So that's what we did. Yeah. We created two seasons of a web series in under a year and a half because we're insane. Yeah. <laughs> and then we started doing sketches. And then we're like, let's do sketches. Let's do things that are shorter. <laughs> are you guys from here originally or no? I am. I'm from Queens. And, uh, yeah, Tracy's Tracy. from I'm Tracy. Tracy's from Queens and I'm from Virginia. And when did you did you come here for school? I actually went to Syracuse University for school, um, but then after college, I moved to New York because uh, I pretty much wanted to do comedy and do UCB. I think it's crazy when people, uh, because I know how hard it is, and I don't know that, I don't know that people understand how hard it is, and I think it's crazy when people move here for that. Thank are you. you. Are you are you from Long Island? <laughs> what? Are you from here? Yeah, I'm from Long Island. Yeah, we're in Long and, Island. Uh, well, originally Plainview. I live in Bethpage now. Plainview. And, and I would never like like I can't. I can. How do I phrase this? It, I just know how difficult it is to survive and make a real life happen and pursue any kind of, you know, art-based goal. Right. Right. I think it was a really scary move. I just remember being like, being in Virginia isn't going to help me. Like, I either have to do it now or never. So, yeah, I I think after I graduated, I was home for four days. And I had come up to New York City on my spring break senior year and had already secured an apartment. So then I moved moved right on up without a job. Like I was a just a hopeless diva. Much, much of fear. Yeah. <laughs> fearless. I, yeah. lived, I lived with my parents for three years, so much, <laughs> much less fearless. What uh, what is like when you what did you major in? Like, what was your degree? Uh, well, I'm Tracy, and I had a I was a journalism degree, and I did a double minor in women's studies and black studies. And I was a public relations major with a minor in sociology. Uh, you, so when you came, about press, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I guess that uh, does. <laughs> um, when you came here, though, like, were you looking for jobs in that field? Or you were like, nah, like, I'm just gonna do what I have to do to get by because this is, this is the goal here. Um, I moved here thinking that I wanted to be in television, but I might have wanted to be behind the scenes. So 
my first job was I was a page of the Late Show with David Letterman, which was really cool, but I had to have two other part-time jobs. So I was doing some UCB classes, like, on the side slowly. And as I started doing them and then I started working at MTV and I was in development, I was like, I don't think I want to be on this side. Like, I want to be on the other side. I want to be writing. I want to be, like, in front of the camera. I want to be doing it. Uh, so it took me a little bit to kind of – eventually I made the choice of working at, like, a very boring place, just like a normal nine-to-five so that I could do as much comedy as possible. And then Tracy and I, not too long ago, uh, both left our jobs and are working out full-time in comedy. That's, uh, not a lot of people get to do that. That's <laughs> sick. Yeah, you know, you know, listen <laughs> – We'll talk to you in four months. Just kidding. Yeah. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend two months. I know. No, but we're 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 excited. We're yeah. Proud of it. Are you guys living? Do you guys live together? You share an apartment? No, we live uh, like ten minutes walking distance, though. Yeah. Which you know what? It's good for us because we are with each other pretty much all the time. That yeah. it's nice at the end of the night to be like, "Bye, get out of here, get out of my face." Yeah. <laughs> And you guys shoot everything yourselves, too? Um, we produce, direct, and edit most of the things that we do. And we kind of hire and rotate in a different crew to shoot it for us. Yeah. But If we could shoot our own videos, that would. But we're, but we're yeah. literally in front of them, so we have to. We can't be yeah, yeah. in two places. No. We, have, we, have a, we have, like, a rolling uh, yeah, good group of people, good we, group work people with. Who we work with, and they're really awesome. Yeah. But all your own gear, right? What? No, we don't have our own gear. We, we, have, have, uh, we have a few things. We have some lighting and we have a green, green screen, screen, but we don't have, like, a camera or mic nope. or anything like that. Nope. Oh, so you hire out for everything, for like, for every shoot? Yeah, so our DPs have a lot They of normally stuff. own that. They stuff. own that, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so we don't rent it. They We normally hire DPs that own it. Yeah. They yeah. are, you know, very skilled and equipped. Yeah. One man, a lot of one, you know, people bands do just, or one man, I should say. One man band. One man, one woman band who can, like, set up a, a full, you know, set. Yeah. And then great, like, sound people as well. Yeah. When you first started shooting stuff, was that how, was that how you were doing it, or were you doing it yourselves, like, on, like, you know, GoPros or camera phones or something? No, when we started with our web series, we, uh... Yeah, we just we knew we wanted to do it right, and we certainly knew we didn't know a lot about, you know, the camera, that much about how to shoot things. So we have always worked with hiring uh, other people. Um, it, we've always wanted our production quality to be very high. Yeah. And we're lucky to be in a community, a comedy community, where a lot of people want to be creating a lot of things. Yeah. So a lot of people take on different roles just to be making and experiencing and just getting a lot under their belt. Yeah. Are, are you using a lot of the same people that you met at UCB? A lot of times there's three people we met at UCB. Yeah. A lot of, like, comedians will work with similar DPs or there are, you know, people that are looking to shoot more comedic things. So sometimes we'll be lucky enough to have people reach out to us and say they'd like to, Work with us. Yeah, work with us or shoot things with us. Um, 
or we'll, you know, we have, we really have become friends with most of those people. So we kind of just call them up and we'll be like, hey, want to spend the whole weekend with us? Right. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, everyone wants to be Oprah, but, like, is there, like, steps to that that you're like, oh, no, if I got there, I don't, you know, that would be, that would be great. Yeah, I think there are definitely steps, and I mean, honestly, the TV industry is changing. Like, having a series online at this point is great. Is great. Uh, even if it's a shorter series, I mean, I don't think we, we don't really care as long as sort of we're creating and doing things in our voice that we have some sort of creative control over, I think is the end goal. Cool. I mean, yeah. like, you know, it just, I think... It just to be working is nice. Yeah. I mean, I think like working on things we believe in is nice. Um, I, I I don't really like to go bigger than that because I just feel like who knows what will come. And at this point in the digital content and the TV and the film space, right. like, movies I think are a little bit a little bit more behind. But in the film and the digital content space, like there's so many opportunities, to, right. especially now to have that your own creative control. Right. Um, people who make their own things are really, like, being pushed to the forefront. Yeah. Um, and I just like to be told, like, you can't, well, if you're if you're this type of actor, you can't do this. Right. If you have this, you can't do that. Like, I don't really subscribe to any of that. I just am like, we good. Yeah. We, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do, we can do it all. Yeah. And do you... Do you focus on two-person things, or do you uh, do you do more? Uh, do you hire out actors too? Um, yeah, it depends on the sketch. So we'll do a lot of things where, yeah, we, you know, we make ourselves the leads because why not? Why not? <laughs> We're writing it for our voice. Yeah. Uh, but we do like to highlight a lot of our friends. Yeah, and I think sometimes we like to do matching characters and. You know, we it's really cool when you have chemistry with someone, obviously comedic chemistry, that we love to highlight that. Um, but sometimes there are some characters that, you know, will showcase Tracy and, like, her weirdness, and I'll just either be directing or figure out, like, how to sort of serve that character or vice versa. So I think it depends on the sketch. We're very much um, trying to just make it as funny as we can. So if that means, like, you know, showcasing one or bringing someone in who does a really good impression of this or that, we'll we'll do that. It's a lot of character work, right? Yeah, we do a lot of character work, and then we do um, sort of, like, uh, topical or um, relatable, I guess. Yeah, so we, like, vary depending on how we feel. How we feel. Yeah. But yeah, we like characters a lot. Yeah. Is it that's all born from improv? Uh, no. Not always. Yeah, I think that sometimes we'll come up with an idea. Like one series that we just did is fun and easy with Finn and Fran, and we thought it was really funny when we were just talking about cutting watermelons in the summer. Like I find that very difficult. They tell you, like, you can very easily, like, cut them into cubes. And, like, that is not true at all. So we really, like, started there, thought that was funny. Then we were like, okay, well, what if, like, you know, 
they're telling you how to do it, and all of a sudden they're struggling with it, and then sort of we develop these characters that have a show where, you know, pretty much, you know, they think it's fun and easy, but normally it's hard, or they're very easy recipes and something else happens, but, yeah, we, so I think sometimes it's a slow build, sometimes it's a really, you, you know, you'll have an idea walking down the street, um, like Tracy came up with our Christ, one of our Christmas videos, which was like, if Santa met two Jews. And so we just sort of played ourselves, but, right. <laughs> but Santa was there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a bird drinking. Oh, hey, Greg, you're driving, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you guys on speakerphone right now? Yes. Sorry, just checking. <laughs> uh, yeah, so is it going through it? I understand. What? I said, how's Long Island? You're driving through it, so. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, there's always traffic. I don't, uh, I don't get it. Yeah. But listen, you made something from it, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Born out of necessity. Uh, you know what? I get really bad road rage, and uh, I find that when I talk on the phone, when I'm talking on the phone and it's being recorded, that I tend not to like speak uh, yelling first. Oh, that's smart. That's so smart. We all have. Uh, I know I did when I drove. Oh yeah, I had to. <laughs> There's one. Uh, I I recorded an episode recently with like a good friend of mine. And, uh, like, I let my guard down a little bit. It was, like, just cursing at everybody. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know if I'm going to post this or not. <laughs> yeah. it's, a side, it's a side of me I don't necessarily want out in the world. Of course. Of course. Uh, well, you, guys, you guys never stand up, right? It's just you just improv and sketch? We do storytelling, and um, we've done stand-up. I think that right now we've just been focusing on video that the stand-up circuit normally is just so late at night that we have shoots early in the morning that we, we can't. We we can't. We love sleep too much. We're so tired. <laughs> We're so tired all the time. And stand-ups are always like, okay, I'll, I'll go to this. Yeah, there's a 12 of us, so do you want to do it? We're there's like, this oh. mic, there's that mic, and we're always like, bye! Thanks so much. We also Thank both have so pets, so we're always yeah. like, we'd rather be home. <laughs> yeah. Cats or dogs? I have a dog, and Jesse has a cat. Yeah. You guys, have, you guys ever, like, try to convince the other one that the other is better? No, but we will feature our animals in as many things as possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Make them famous. Oh, my God. And we'll just ride on that coattail. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think either of us could convince the other. Like, both of us love our animals so much. Oh, yeah, no. Do they get along? They haven't met yet. They haven't met yet. They haven't met? Part of it is because my cat was really stressed for a long time because I had a new roommate move in. Long story short, I didn't want to traumatize her. But my dog is much bigger. Yeah. Than her. Yeah, Winnie is a teeny little baby kitty. Um, but I think she'll do fine. 
We haven't tried it. I mean, she'll just hide probably. And yeah, we def- we definitely yeah we haven't tried it. And my dog has been leaking and pooping, <laughs> yeah. so we don't want to bring him into Jessie's apartment where she has a carpet. Yeah. So I woke up this morning to her eating her own poop. How fun! Bless everyone. Happy day to you. Happy day. We just ordered new food. Yeah. Very exciting because we realized she's hungry and she's not eating the food book. Perfect. Anyway, <laughs> those are just our daily struggles. <laughs> what uh, What kind of dog is it? A lab collie mix. A what? A Labrador uh, retriever and collie mix. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. Does it look like Lassie? A little bit, but does not doesn't have the hair. I'm being stupid. I said they never rescue anyone from a well. But. Oh, that is like that is Lassie, and that's old school right there. <laughs> yeah, classic, classic Lassie. Classic. Uh, you guys are uh, you guys are younger, right? You guys are like in your your twenties. Yeah. Yes, I am twenty nine. Well, I'm gonna be twenty nine in a month. So you don't need to say twenty nine yet. You can say proudly twenty eight. I, I'm a rounder upper. Tracy's been 29 this whole year. I always <laughs> round up. Next year she'll be like, I'm 30. 30 and yeah. I always days. round up. I can't help it. I don't know. My mom's a rounder upper. You got to round down. You got to round down. I'm a young, mere 27, barely even, just oh, a toddler, you know, living with this, working with this older woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're a year apart. Well, that's what Jesse doesn't want anyone to know. Well, I, well, technically speaking, we're not a year apart. We're a good um, 18 months. So oh, those, those 18 months, those six months, you know, it is a good two years. And Tracy rounds up, so I round down. <laughs> I always I always round it up also. Weird, really weird. I think if you feel like, I'm always like, I feel closer to 30. I'm as tired as what I think I'll be when I'm, like, 40. <laughs> so... Might as well round up. I would, I, especially, like, lately, like, uh, maybe, like, the past, like, 10 years, I feel like I don't really look my age, and so if I round up, it's an even more impressive, uh, you know? People are like, oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I, it's, uh, yeah, because it just sounds better. It sounds more, you just sound more mature. Right. Uh, I, I spoke to a comedian yesterday, uh, Jonathan Carver, who no longer says his age, just says, uh, I'm the oldest I can be and still do your bar show. Wow. <laughs> that makes sense. And it's true. See, yeah. just like stand-ups, improvisers do a lot of shows in bar basements. Yeah. But, like, and I, I, I mean, not that there is, but, I mean, not that there isn't. Like, we've noticed, we're noticing some ageism lately, and not like, you know, not your regular run-of-the-mill, like, oh, that guy's old, but like, you know, if you're 40, like, a 24-year-old comedian isn't going to put you on their bar show, really, you know? we right. noticed. And uh, I, I remember getting that. It, like, I did improv, like, 10 years ago, and I remember getting that already then, that just, like, the young college kid doesn't want to do improv with a 30-year-old, you know? Like, they don't, 
they assume you don't have their sensibilities, and they assume yeah, yeah. that. It's interesting, actually. I always just think everyone's my age. Like, I just look around, and I'm like, everyone's also my age. You never know how any, <laughs> how old anyone is. Yeah. And probably, I'm like, I don't know how you old. I don't know. You could be 21, or you could be 42, and I'd be like, I have no idea. As long as you want to do it and are there, like, I think it's good to have different voices, like, different ages. Like, right now, I'm doing improv, and there's someone on my team who's, uh, like, over 40, yeah. and she's wonderful. Yeah. And I forget, I always think, I'm like, he's 27. Yeah. He has, like, whitish hair, Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, you know, you say, like, uh, oh, that guy's, like, our age. And then that the person you're saying is, like, no, 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 we're we're not our age. (laughs) Right. I said, no, no clue. Yeah. No clue what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys see a lot of sexism? That's a good question. Um... Sometimes, yeah, I think it's something that we're very aware of. But yeah. when you make a lot of your own content, yeah, you have you're running control. the control. Yeah, you're you have the control. And I mean, I think one reason we even started doing that is, yeah, I think in comedy and in entertainment there can be some a lot of sexism, and I think that that's what's so great. I think about working with another woman or just like. I don't know, feeling powerful, just owning it. And, yeah, there are some things that we do that we obviously feel maybe not as heard or pushed around or we don't see a lot of our voice out there that we kind of want it to be out there so that other girls or, you know, someone can hear it. Right. I think that there's a lot of times on stages, when you're creating your own video, you have the control, but when you're on Fighting for a spot on a stage, that's where I think I see a lot of just uh it's not always it's not always blatant. It's just like ingrained uh within you to not recognize that there's not a woman on the stage. Yeah. Or there's yeah, not a person of yeah. color, you know, like it's just like a lot of white dudes making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. so I think once you recognize that there you know, you can make a lot of change. But yeah, when now that we're fo- when we focus on a lot of video content we when we're in the, you know, we are literally in all of the driver's seats. Yeah. It it makes a little bit of a difference. Um, but not always. Sometimes there's so, you know, yeah, uh, issues. Do you guys feel that, like, it's either easier or harder for you to get noticed because of your, because you're women? No, I actually think it makes us different. Um, I think sometimes people are, are looking for women or... I mean, women are certainly looking for women. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's honestly, it's really dependent on, it's it's, all, it's just like a tough question, I think, for us to answer because we we are very, um, we're in your face. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, you know, I like, I, I know that obviously all of this, obviously all of this exists and we see this all the time. Um, and the thing that sucks, mostly is when you're going for, like, a writing job or you're going for a gig um, and they give it and it's like, okay, well, there's seven men on this writing staff. Right. Um, or, like, you know, you know that, that, like, late night is, a, I think, a big proponent of an issue yeah. in this world. But, you know, it's hard for us when we're just, like, we just don't, we refuse a lot of times to believe uh, that 
you will tell us no. Uh, and if you're going to tell us no, we'll just go somewhere else. So I think, like, it's very much a problem, and it needs to be addressed all the time. But I also think, like, this whole, if it's, if it's like, oh, women aren't, I'm, like, so bored by that. Like, women aren't funny, like, boring. Uh, and just, like, you know, I think it's something that we all need to be aware of. But I also think, like, the more you have control, the better off you are. And it's a privilege to have control as well. Like, we don't have much of a life. We did it when we worked full-time uh, full yeah. day jobs, and we don't now. Uh, we just always are working, but, you know, we hope we know it's going to lead to that next thing. And there was just the women aren't funny thing. No, it's, well, that's, yeah, that's just bullshit. I mean, that's just, like, And you also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, like, that's not a, a thing that Jews grow up with. Yeah. So, bye-bye to you on that. Not you. The the big you, not not actually. <laughs> but like, unless you, know, you think that, and then unless you think goodbye that. to you, then okay. yes, goodbye. But yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. It's so dumb. Yeah, it literally makes no sense. Like, so people believe it. So. I mean, I feel like a higher percentage. All right, so I host a bunch of open mics every week. Right. And I would say that, and this is strictly stand-up, not writing, not late night, not improv, not sketch, uh, but just stand-up. I'd say a higher percentage of the women that perform are flat-out amazing than the percentage of guys that perform. I mean, yeah, that really... I feel like... You know, you. It's just like it's ridiculous. It's just. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> like I don't know if that's like a, a product of that. Like so many people, so many women are led to believe that they can't be funny. That unless they're really funny, they don't even try it. Maybe. Well, I think it takes a very strong woman. I remember I when I first moved to New York, went into some stand up to do stand up, and I felt so. Um, like isolated and alone and like I was the only woman in the room that I you know decided to do improv so I you know but I don't think it's a very welcoming environment I think that it takes a really strong woman to kind of just like it would take a strong man to go into a room with all women and like it's you're you're going in and you're very much a minority and not the voice that's in the room and people look at you like a unicorn. So it's just weird. I think it's hard. I think it's a very hard environment to join in. Yeah, I don't uh I think more guys should think that they're not funny. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> like especially you know what uh especially the guys that aren't funny. Yes. Like the guys that aren't funny should because acknowledge. They think that they're funny, so it makes sense that they wouldn't know what's funny. Ugh. It's such a tough... <laughs> Someone's been like, you're funny, and they're like, I know. Yeah, I mean, I got it. I'm good. Uh, I guess, I don't know, I don't know. maybe, you know, because it is subjective, so maybe I should be... Uh... But when it comes to music, like... I uh, adhere to, like, the John Peel principle where, like, 
if you think what you're doing is worth doing, then it's then it's none of my business. I shouldn't like if I don't like what you're doing, that's that's me, not you. You know? Right. So maybe I should uh so I probably should take that same mentality into like like comedy. But Yeah, but uh, it's probably it's hard. like a bunch of terrible mics. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. I mean for the most part the mics I do are pretty good, but there's definitely a couple guys. But you know what's I find interesting also is, like, a guy who gets up and does a bunch of the, the rooms that I'm doing, the rooms that I host mics at, the guys that get up and do, like, just stuff about their dick and their sexual prowess, they all get laughs, and they tend not to come back. Like, the room is mostly intelligent people. That's good. So, like... You'll see a guy get up and be like, yo, I was fucking, and, and then, like, they won't get laughs, and then they'll leave right after they're set, and then you won't see them again. Right. Well, that's the, they have an ego issue. Yeah, well, yeah. That's... I mean, of course. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's coming to comedy shows just to hear about dick size. <laughs> the funniest thing. Everyone's I didn't even notice it, too. Like, I guess I'm just, like, immune to, like, everyone talks about their dick size. And then the other day, uh, these two female comics that uh, – it doesn't matter if they're female. These two comics that I, I really respect came upstairs during someone's set. They were like, you know, they said, like, oh, God, like, this guy is just talking about his dick size. And I, I was like, oh, okay. And then the next day – uh, one of those comics was there again, and someone else was talking about dick size, and it wasn't the same guy. And I was like, oh, shit, everybody talks about dick size. And I said something to the first comic, and they were like, yeah, dude, everyone always – like, it's a fucking epidemic. <laughs> you'll hear now, you're going to always notice it. Yeah, now, yeah, it's like Bader Meinhof. Like, now that I've seen – now that it's like I'm recognizing it, like, every fucking day I'm recognizing it. Wait, what? what is that called? I forget what it's called all the time. Ba yeah. Bader Meinhof? Wait, something Meinhof? Bader. B-A-A-D-E-R? Oh, my gosh. It's going to change my life. I, well, I, now I, that you know it, <laughs> you'll hear it. I knew, I, I knew it, and I was like, I don't – I literally always forget the name. I know. Yeah. That's, uh, yep, that's what it is. And I, I, I didn't know the name. And then someone said the name, and then I see the name everywhere, and now I can't forget the name. I know, that's good. That's which good. Is the, which is, illustrates its own, yeah, it illustrates its own phenomenon. That's <laughs> Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, I'm about to pull into this gas station by my work and, uh, fill it up regular unleaded. Um... Thanks for doing this. Of course. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, it'll be up in, uh, like, two weeks, the week after Easter, I think. Perfect. We're so excited. We'll share it. All right, great. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you guys know when it's up. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, Bye. take care. Bye. Bye. Jerk, Neil.